time, Hockey Talk. My name is Mark Paul, co-host Justin Baker. Justin, I know you're excited for today. Yes, I am. I know that when I when I texted you, this is what we should do for our next show. You, uh, I could see your face through the phone. Through I the got text. kitty. Yes. So today, on uh, if you have yet to see the episode title, we're of course going to rank the top ten goaltenders in the NHL. Uh, Justin, maybe went overboard did his top 65 but <laughs> 65 <laughs> 60 justin's got minor league goaltenders uh, michael hutchinson is on this list yeah that's how deep and expansive this list goes which speaking of which michael hutchinson actually is on a pro roster now he is yeah thanks so. to bobby lou and speaking of another like backup slash third string goalie making their debut jack campbell just put the red wings to shame too speaking of ah yes yes he 40 did. saves heartbreaking but anyways yeah jack campbell was a guy who was supposed to be uh he was first round pick i think right yeah he was the the dallas stars and yeah well maybe he's found his uh found his game at last uh a lot of injuries actually happening right i mean roberto longo of course and then you've got uh oh gosh uh, jvr goes down for five to six weeks after signing a brand new contract five minutes into like their second game or third game yep just, just going down, and there, there has been a slew of injuries to big name players. I mean, you just look across, you go on and you look at the uh, the injury list. I mean, even players like Paul Stastny is out right now, day to day. Tyler Johnson and Paquette, Ryan Callahan, like yeah, Ryan Getzlaff is now day to day. Right, right. Joe Thornton is, uh, fortunately, they found out there's no structural damage. He should only miss a week. It was yep. like an infection of his knee after surgery in the summer. That's Pretty crazy. crazy. Uh, Matt Murray goes down with a concussion. So he's day-to-day. Yeah, but and they that, already have one goalie on IR. Right, right. And Tristan Jari. And so, uh, yeah, good luck, Pittsburgh. Uh, and, I mean, you've got Ottawa. I mean, they're missing Peugeot and Gabrick and... Uh, the New York Islanders missing Andrew Ladd and the Devils with missing Corey Schneider and Jesper Bratt. All, all the guys that are key components of these teams. Uh, Jonathan Quick on the IR with the lower body injury. Along a lot with of goaltenders. Dustin Brown. and uh, Yeah, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, the Red Wings have really gotten a, a slew bag of injuries. Jonathan Erickson's been out. Mike Green, Nicholas Cronwall, Brian Lashoff. And uh, Trevor Daly. I mean, they have five defensemen that, that are, are injured right now. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, last it? night when they played the Ducks, Danny DeKaiser was the only defenseman that wasn't a rookie, really. I, and that's, I mean, when's, when's the last time? When's the last time that has happened across the league, let alone? Oh, no, I think, I think the last time we had for the Wings where they had four rookies on the team at once, I think was, I think, 87, they said. Wow. That's yeah, let crazy. alone just on defense, which is just crazy to me, anyways. And but I'll be honest, I, I watching the Red Wings, I love their rookie defenseman. Cholovsky is fa- fantastic, and he's been he's been great. But so. I mean, I told you you'd have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're gonna That's lose. I mean, your guys are losing. No, it's not, which is what I want. But it, at least it's fun, and yeah. you're like, I can get behind losing as long as I get to watch some players that I'm not thinking. Why do we have this 34-year-old journeyman right. up here when these uh, younger guys can get some time? And if they're ready, if they're not ready, by all you know, like a, 
uh, Pavel Zadina wasn't ready. Right. You know, call it future Calder Trophy winner this year. <laughs> maybe he'll win it next year, and then you'll be yeah, maybe. Then you'll be rub it in. So it was just a year early. That's that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you look at Arizona last year couldn't get all their big three defensemen uh, OEL Jacob Chikrin and Jalmerson all healthy. They of course start the season without Jacob Chikrin and Galchenyuk's hurt. I mean, there's just a slew of injuries, and I'm wondering if, uh, I don't know, if there's there's some reason why it seems like this is even bigger name players that are, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, if, does, it, does it not feel like more big name players just got hurt in the last week than it's, it's normal? Not. Yeah, and it, it makes you wonder, too, if the way the game is evolving, if maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, I know it's, you could look at it and say if it was just like older guys, like, you know, how we talk about Corey Perry and Ryan Kessler and Getzlaff for the Ducks, right? But there's younger guys like Andre Kasha and, you know, uh, I don't I mean, again, younger guys like Chikrin and Galchenia, guys right, who are right. fast and speedy. And you it's know, just a game so fast yeah. that, I mean, it, and it just goes to show you've got to have depth. Yeah. And that's, I think, why so many coaches have gone to this a top nine forward group instead of a, a top six, because it's so easy for your top six to get completely thrown off by one injury, you know, and you have to shuffle. So I think it's just, it's an easier way to coach overall. And of course it spreads out your talent, which oh, sure. we know that one single player can drive an entire line. And so why wouldn't you spread out those three players that can drive a line? It makes sense. But no, absolutely. And uh, like a big example for me is I watched the Dallas stars, right? They played two games. Their top line, Sagan, Ben, and Radulov has scored 75% of their goal yep. Yep. so far, right? They get one injury up on that line. They don't have, right now, it doesn't look like they have the depth. So you hopefully yeah. maybe you guys step up, yada, yada, yada. But again, back to your point, just spreading the wealth and having that depth to cope when you do have injuries because they're going to happen. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, they're they're similar to, I mean, the Leafs have split things up, but it's yeah. Austin Matthews and John Tavares scoring. <laughs> Every goal, practically. I think uh, they have nine goals between the two of them, and the Leafs have scored 13 or 14 goals total. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, Speaking of, you know, I'm I'm trying to think back to last year. You know, I've seen on Twitter people are like, wow, goal scoring's up to start the season. You know, this is the new NHL is high scoring and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm confident that I remember having this conversation with you last year. Wow, scoring is up. Yep. And it always seems to happen early on in the season. There's weird, like that night, the Leafs and Blackhawks at the same time earlier in the day, the Hurricanes and the Rangers played. That was mm-hmm. eight to five, two games with 26 total goals scored between the two games. It's just early on in the season. No, and I think the biggest reason for why you see goal scoring up early on in any season is you get new line mates, you get new partners on defense and stuff, and you're trying to feel each other out, right? I mean, preseason, you see a whole bunch of rookies, guys that never make the team anyway, so right. you can't develop chemistry, and so, you know, you don't it's know It's easier where... to score than it is to yeah, defend. absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. In, in terms of communication and, and I'm yeah, because, I mean, all you have to do is get a guy open, oh, take a nice shot, and you're going to score, but whereas when you have the positioning down then those passes aren't going to happen but that takes time right. to form at the same time you do wonder you know teams that have had the same similar makeup year in and year out all of a sudden scoring goes up is it also the fact that everyone's fully rested and 
relatively healthy, you know, beyond these, the injuries that we're talking about. Yes. But in general, most players are probably at their healthiest. You'd think at the beginning of the season. So they've got extra energy They're They're not quite tired from the season yet. And so you just kind of start out the seasonal, maybe it balls to the walls a little bit just because you're excited. And then you get into the humdrum of the season and it, mm-hmm. the energy level pulls back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that absolutely is a valid reason. Valid argument. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think, uh, I think we need to get into this goalie stuff. We do <laughs> top 10 goalies. Uh, before we dive in, what kind of process did you go through to come to your top 10? Was it statistics? Is it a, a gut thing? Is it team success? What, what kinds of things were you using? I threw out team success. Did not really even okay. look at it that Just much. threw it out. Okay. Yeah. I, for me, it, I looked at pure talent. I looked at some stats. I looked at if uh, a scenario, say I had one season to win it all, what goaltender would I take? And kind of weighed that in on my decision okay, again. Okay. Yeah. So in not taking in, of course, I I didn't think about health. You know, uh, for instance, a guy like Roberto Luongo seems to be consistently injured all sure. the time over the last few seasons. So so you did um, take that is a fact. I did not take that. You in didn't then. take it. Okay. No. So I assume who, Roberto Luongo isn't in your top ten. He is not in my top ten. <laughs> no, but he did make my top twenty. Okay. Um, however, yeah. Again, things like injury, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I think he had the third highest. Save percentage last year, so he I, did. It was pretty. He high. should certainly be somewhere in your your list. Yeah, he is in the top twenty. But um, and again, a, a majority of 30. what I did was like looking at stats, like you know, I'm sure most people do. But then again, saying if I had one season to win it all, that was the biggest thing. What goaltender would I take, and in what order do I think they would give me the best chance to win right now? Yeah, there's certainly. I mean, if you went after this in a way where you said, you know, what goalie am I going to pick for the future the list would look different absolutely right? like, yeah carter Luongo's hart not going to be on your list yeah carter hart might make my top 10 at that point possible so yeah i mean or like a more likely that a philip grubauer is maybe on your list whereas sure. at this point he hasn't done enough i don't, I don't think to really warrant being on this list because he's never been a starting goalie right the number one at least so okay well let's uh let's dive right in okay all right, all right. You, you got your top 20 mm-hmm we said it was only a top 10. Justin yeah. did like extra credit times too. So <laughs> why don't we just take a quick second. Let's okay. just roll through 20 to 11. 20 to 11. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. Who do you so, got? Number 20, Jimmy Howard. Okay. Jimmy uh, Howard. Yeah. All right. Again, a thing. Injuries aside, take this guy. Um, he's He's been up and down, but I mean, he always puts up pretty decent. I mean, this is number looks. 20. So yeah. there, there's probably, there's probably another five to eight guys that you could, circle in oh absolutely there's i mean logistically you could there's a whole bunch but anyways number 19 mr varlamov in colorado okay uh 18 ben bishop 17 roberto luongo at number 16 uh matt murray i think he was in our top both our top tens last year yeah murray i he really fell from our graces he he really did and i i think his poor play last season and well it's um, his injuries right like that that has something yes he had some Poor games, but I think a lot of it was because of injury. No, absolutely. I think injury is yeah. His 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 poor stats are a result of his injury. Concussion. He's got Um, brain injuries. What can we say? Exactly. Like (laughs) uh, fifteen. Devin Dubnik. 
Okay. Number Dubnik at 15, eh? Yeah. And oh. I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and say, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, last week when you guys were doing your 50 through 100 list, you know, guys like that kind of got a little bit higher. But again, I took into account that list in terms of where I think their teams will play, how well they'll get play in front of them, that kind of stuff, which will result in better stats for them. So try not to take that into account as much this time around when I was doing my top 10 goaltenders. So uh, 14, Mr. Lundquist. Okay. At number 13, I have Corey Crawford. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Corey um, Crawford ahead of Devin Dubnik, who... Oh, Devin Dubnik made my top 10, by the Did way. Did he? Okay. So he's in my top 10. Uh, uh, so putting a guy who hasn't played since January yes. and doesn't look like he'll play till January <laughs> in your top 15. Yeah, but again, I did not take injuries into account. And looking at his play last year... Yeah, but that, year, that is one thing to go, oh, he's not able to stay healthy. It's a total other thing to go, well, he hasn't been healthy in almost a year. Well, I, I won't disagree with you if that's that's where you want to go with that, but I I try not to take that into account too okay. long. So, um, yeah, but his stats last year, phenomenal when he was healthy. Really uh, drove success. And, again, for me, the biggest factor was what goalie would I take for one season to win it all. He was, he was actually like our our sleeper for the yeah. Vesna, right? Yeah, he was playing very well. Yep. Uh, number 12, Marc-Andre Fleury. All right. And Mark number Andre 11, Fleury. again, Kind of 11 through, you know, the 10, 11, 12, 13. You could shuffle these guys anywhere, and I would not be upset sure. if you had to. Um, number 11, Frederick Anderson. All right. I see. I think the biggest the biggest difference, especially once you start, and the reason why I think sticking to a top 10 is a little easier is because beyond that maybe 12, 13 spot, mm-hmm. you really get, you know, at different points of the season, you'd say different guys would appear on that list. Yeah. You know, it's once you get beyond the players that are consistently in or around this top 10, the consistency factor really changes. I mean, you look at a guy like Jake Allen, who can be a world beater, and then the next minute, a five-year-old is scoring on him <laughs> Can't stop a from the red line. Right, exactly. And I will say, for those listening, they're probably wondering, they're not going to hear this name on my list, but he was up there in wins last year, Tuka Rask, number 21 for me, just missing. So 21? Yeah. I don't know if I'd have Tuka Rask that low, but he didn't make my top 10. Okay. Uh, now, just to give you an idea, so NHL.com, NHL Network, whatever, yep. Tuka Rask was number 8 on uh, on their list. Yeah, I'm not so. so high on him, to be quite honest. And I don't know if it's a personal And the Hockey News has him at number 5. Well, there you go. Wow. That's, uh, that's bold. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure they take more into account the team in front of him, where he's going to land in terms of you know wins and that sort of stuff. But I try not to factor that in as much. Um, but that's just me. So okay, well let's uh, let's go number ten. Yeah, how about you go first? Okay, I mine, always do. My number ten is Jonathan Quick. Ooh, okay. Uh, I think that he is the second most athletic goaltender in the NHL. Who would be first? You'll find out later in my list. Obviously, the most important goalie makes my list. Uh, Jonathan Quick, uh, I mean, he's he's won his Stanley Cups, and he was a big reason the Kings won those Cups. Uh, Obviously, I think at the time, I mean, he just got crazy hot during a you know a twenty thirty game stretch, which made people really overvalue Jonathan Quick. Uh, But and where I think he maybe has taken. Steps backwards from that. I think he's returned to his, like, yeah, he's a 
he's a top 10 goalie. I think sometimes he can be the best goalie in the game mm-hmm. for little stretches. But I think for the most part, he's somewhere between that eight and 12. And uh, the King, he always gives the Kings a chance to win. I think his, his downfall is there. There's times where he, he does let in the f- weird little goal, but I mean, you saw it against the Vegas golden Knights. Kings should have, not been swept in that series right and it was definitely wasn't jonathan quick's fault he kept them in that game as best he could kings just couldn't score so true uh jonathan quick to me where you maybe didn't see the uh the the playoff production after they won that cup uh he's still fantastic okay uh, a goalie that i would i would take but i think yeah, you want to be careful about that overpayment of a of a goalie. You know, how much was it that Kings system? How much of it was Jonathan Quick? I think that sure. a lot of the cup win, you're going to look at their system at the time, but Jonathan Quick's still an excellent goalie. Just not, you know, where some people had him as the top goalie in the NHL at the time. Mm-hmm. More of a system guy than anything, I think. But top, sure. he makes my top ten. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, for me, number 10, I have Martin Jones. Okay, Martin Jones did not make my list. Yeah, he was... San Jose's goaltender, of course. Yep, he made the he was the top goalie on our 50 through 100 list that we had. Um, I really love, for me, more, more than anything else, his consistency. Uh, three years as a starter in San Jose, he has played 60-plus games each season, giving you around a 9.15 save percentage. Uh, 30-plus wins, he does not really disappoint in terms of what he's going to give you night in and night out. Which, okay, yep, that's fair. He has a 9.15 save percentage, which was good for 23rd in the NHL last year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with with While playing for a what I, what I would consider a good team. Sure. And a good defensive team. So yeah, I think that's fair. So a, a okay, all right. So yeah. a number 10... To me, to me, he just misses that list. I, okay. I see him a little further down. See, but uh, again, I will I will say when you say he did fall 23rd on the list of save percentage, that is guys who, there are guys included in there who were backups only playing 20 games, guys like Ryan Miller, Darcy Kepner. Um, so you kind of have to take that At into account a little bit. At least 20 games played is, is how many uh, yeah. were included in that list. So I, yeah, I think we, for a guy who played 60 games one, and still gave you consistent two, save percentage like that, I mean, you're not going to see too many guys who can play that many games and give you really good so se- good numbers. Only seven of them played 35 or less. So that still okay. means he's 16th best in save percentage. Sure. Okay. Uh, not that save percentage is everything, <laughs> because they're certainly, nope. as a defensive team, you are maybe blocking more shots or, you know, what have you. So yep. there there are those, uh, those other things that go on. Uh, four shutouts, so... Okay, well, my number, number nine, nine is Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender Frederick Anderson. Okay. Uh, I would have him higher on this list if he, let's say this season. Now, he already has had a couple of kind of games so mm-hmm. far, which is his MO, is to start slow. And then, you know, you it's always, yeah, he had a garbage October, but damn, look at his November and December. And that's just been how, how it's been. Yep. Uh, so I, I do think that if he's able to have a better start and is, is able to that, – that, that to me is an issue. I mean, think about the points you lose in the beginning of the year if you have a couple bad games. Yeah. Uh, that, that's an issue. But at the same time, last year I think that the Leafs, while, they're, while they were still a playoff team, I mean, they were so far ahead of the fourth place in that division that it 
Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. Uh, I think that without his really good goaltending, I think you see, you know, there may be competing. Somebody's competing with them. Florida, you know, you've got the other team in that division, Florida, who is behind them, uh, maybe making it a competition. Sure. So I, I think he's a very important part of the Leafs. Uh, just would love to see him figure out that start. Right, piece. the consistency. No, and I, I can't argue with this pick, to be quite honest, because this, to me, is a guy who sees more pucks than just about anybody else in the league Literally, year. you saw more pucks than <laughs> right. anybody last year. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're still getting the wins out of him because he's not letting in as yeah. many goals. So Yeah, and, and he gives up, they give up some high-quality chances. Yeah, so. they really do. Yeah, that back end is... Nothing to be proud of. I mean, to be quite honest, other than Morgan so, Riley and Jake Gar. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. talking. You've got two, one number one pairing, and then another next guy. I, there, there's some decent players there. Ron Hainsey, right. no more. Ron Hainsey needs to go bye bye. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes you have those players that they come back, and you're just whoa, what what happened to you? <laughs> right. And that, I mean, last year, Ron Hainsey was serviceable yeah. and he played with Riley a lot. He killed every penalty that anyone took ever. Uh, I ever. think he had the most <laughs> penalty kill time in the league, but uh, yeah, he just, he looks like he's lost it. Yeah. And I, I see him coming off there quickly, but anyway, we're, we're digressing here. Yes. Uh, you're number nine, number nine, uh, a guy who I think is going to be probably in the top five conversation over the next five years in terms of goaltenders, uh, anti Ratna. Okay. From Arizona, you know, who has the sickest looking goalie pads and helmet in the yes. league. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's, they're very cool. Uh, here's my, re- I'll, I'll, I want to hear your reasoning for putting him there first no, and ahead. I'll give you mine for, not including him on my top 10. Okay. So um, when I look at what he's done since he left Chicago, uh, his numbers have been phenomenal. Granted, when he was with the Rangers, it was only 25, 30 games. Still gave you uh, great, great save percentage, great goals against. Um, when he came to Arizona last year, I mean, when he took over the starting job, his defense was never healthy in front of him. And when yeah. you can't get consistent play out of your defense, and yet he still manages to put up a 9.30 save percentage, seeing a lot of pucks for a guy who only played 47 games. Uh, very impressive. Uh, he's very athletic. I like his game all around. He's very steady. I don't see a lot of holes in his game. I think at 29, he's right now hitting that that peak, that prime of where goaltenders are, usually at this age. And I think for the next three, four years, he's going to be pretty dang good for that club. And, and the fact that he hasn't been a starter earlier in his right. career. I, I think, to me, maybe the the prime is more like 26, 27, because you've got that like 26 through 31, 32. And then yeah, it's usually around so... 31 or 32 that goaltenders – most goaltenders start to slide. Yeah, I think if, if you've been playing for a long time, for but sure. But that's, yeah, right. Then that's where I'm, Auntie Ranta is, I mean, he hasn't been a starter until really last season. Right. So I think maybe, he, yeah, he give you, almost like a Craig Anderson, wasn't really a starter till later in his career. And right. so that's that's kind of his, he's been able to weather the storm a little mm-hmm. bit in terms of the age regression. Uh, yeah, okay, so Ranta's not on my list. Purely because he truly has done nothing at, up to this point. Uh, yes, he does have some nice stats in in games, you know, for a team that when he started to play really well, mm-hmm. the season was lost. And I think you always have to be careful about making judgments about players when a season is completely a tire fire. <laughs> 
I mean, it's it, that when when they started playing well, the team is garbage. I mean, I, and I've I've seen it with the Leafs when the Leafs were that bubble playoff team, and they'd be way out of it, and then they would rush back and miss the playoffs by three or four points because they had nothing to play for. And once push came to shove, they still weren't very good. And, you know, the next season they still start out poorly. And so I, I think that I need to see something from Monty Ranta before I'm willing to put him in this list, which when you hear the rest of my list, you'll go, okay, all those goaltenders mm-hmm. have done something. All of them have won at least a game in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll admit Frederick Anderson hasn't done a whole lot in the playoffs, but he's played well in the playoffs sure. when he's, you know, when they've been there. I think he's, I don't know how many playoff games he played with Anaheim. Uh, I know he did. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm certain that he did play some playoff games. He did. But, uh, but as far as, you know, being a, you don't have to want to stay on the cup to be on this list, but I do think that you need to have been a team starter for a full year and actually do something. Before I'm willing to to put you in this list, okay. there, there is to me, there is some level of team success that has to come because I mean you look at the Vesna and you go okay, the top goalie in the league usually isn't a goalie that barely scrapes into the playoffs, right? And you have to figure out okay, you know how much the it was basically the Jets, the Predators, and the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Who are all Stanley Cup favorites? That's whose goalies were right because they went the out there and won fifty games each. Right, and, right. Yeah. And so you go, okay, well, how much was it the goalie? How much was it just the team in front of them? And I think with those three goalies, you go, well, it was both. Sure. And certainly, the, their goaltenders was maybe the reason that tipped them over the edge to be one of the elite. No, absolutely. And I think to be an elite team, you do need a very, very good goaltender. Generally, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. To compete. So, um, you know, you look at teams, no matter how good they are in front of you, if you're goaltending. Don't forget Cam Lloyd won a Stanley Cup. Well, that's true. I mean, but you still have to be above average. In he that. is a porous son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. I Against elite. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that 7-6 game was crazy. Yeah. The goals going in on Sparks. There were some nice goals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The goals going in on Ward, it was just, uh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thanks again. Uh, that game was jokes. So yeah, I don't know how they could ever give him three. I would give Steve Mason $3 million before I gave Cam Ward, but yeah. who knows if Steve Mason will play hockey again. Rumor is he no, might he retire. Just retired. No, Did he? He, he just retired. retired? Okay. Yeah, he retired. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, okay, my number eight is Devin Dubinick. Who? Uh, I think when you look at his last three years mm-hmm. which which is the last three years is really he he finally was given his uh his papers to leave edmonton he was a free man <laughs> went papers. south of the border and escaped his uh his oiler slavery and here he is uh just dominating i mean he played really well for arizona for that hot minute i think they were still phoenix at the time and uh and then goes to minnesota and has just been the mirror of consistency I think Minnesota has made the playoffs because of Devin Dubnik. I mean, when you look at that team, it's not impressive in terms of superstar talent. No. Uh, to me, he is the superstar on that team. He would be one of them. I will give you that. Um, and again, I, I think if, you know, where I put him in at 15, if you wanted to put him in at 10 or even 8, there's definitely an argument to be made. And I, I it's hard to argue against it. However, for me... Um, you know, I think, you know, he was, man, when he was with, 
Edmonton, he just he was not well that good. I mean, I mean, if if we want to go, how good was this guy four years ago? Right and now, if 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 it's fair to say, well, he was really bad when he was on Edmonton four years ago, when Edmonton was the worst team in the league, then is it not fair to go? Well, at one point four years ago, Carey Price was the best goalie in the world, so therefore he should still be considered in the top three. Right. Because of what he did four years ago. So is it fair to four years ago for a no, and I'm not horrible completely. franchise <laughs> is is uh, maybe a, a reason to go, okay, we, we can ignore that part of his career because sure. he that team was bad. Yeah, I but I will say for him being in Minnesota, he, he has a great system in front of him, which I think has always played very well for goaltenders. Uh, they're kind of pretty loose. Yeah, now they are. But even a, f- a couple of years ago when he was putting up 923 save percentage, he had, like, it was a very, very defensive-driven system in front of him. That Right, and so, yes, so a defensive, a more defensive system, yeah, he's got a, he's got a 9-2-2, yeah. 9 and last year a 9-1-8, three, right. three, per, three percentage point, three percentage Better points. Better than Martin Jones. Better than Martin Jones. No, absolutely. Yeah. Martin Jones makes your top 10. Devin <laughs> Dumick does not. Martin Jones plays for a better team. Than and a more defensive team than Minnesota, but I digress. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, who's your number eight? My number eight is. I don't mean to. I don't mean no, to crap no, no. on good. every single one of your picks. <laughs> I just, you know, you're these the are guys that guy. I like. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're best friends, uh, me and Martin Jones. So, um, anyways, Pekka Rene comes out okay. great for me. Okay, um, Vezina I, Trophy <clears throat> winner last year. Yes, I might have him a little bit higher, except. He has the tendency, I think, outside of the one Stanley Cup year. Let me look this up just so I'm not making this up again. Um, yeah, so three out of the last four seasons for Nashville in the playoffs, he has completely crapped it, minus the one year they went to the Stanley Cup Finals against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and that year was the big thing was, does Pekka Rene have what it takes to still be a starting goalie? And it right. was really that playoff run that made people go, oh, he still is, he still is still freaking kick. incredible. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I think last year, definitely a, a, a Vesna caliber like season. Um, you know, the year before that, nine eighteen. Before that, nine oh eight, nine oh two. Yeah, last year was his worst playoff performance of his career. He had yeah. his worst save percentage, and he had his worst goals against average, which you know, goals against average or whatever. But uh, at the same time, I will say. Mm-hmm. Those games against Colorado, Colorado really exposed Nashville with a lot of oh, stretch sure. passes and speed. Uh, and then you had the next series that he has to play, he's playing against Winnipeg. So, yeah. yes, he maybe wasn't – he he got outplayed by Connor Hellebuck, for sure. Yeah. I I mean, I don't have any problem with eight. Uh, I do think that he, pro- he largely won the Vesna. Mm-hmm. His team is fantastic. He's the best defensive corner. Oh, absolutely. In front of him, I, right? I, I completely agree. And that's why he's probably not higher in this list for me, where a lot of people have him a little bit higher. Um, I think in me. fantasy, yeah. I think in fantasy, he ended up like coming in at like four or five or whatever. Sure. Well, and, um, and in fantasy wise, he certainly is a goalie that you want to have because no, he's going to get you wins. He's going to get, you know, he's. Yeah, but the, he, the, the, the high value shots aren't coming against Nashville right. the same way that they would be against yeah, that defensive say, Montreal where you look at Carey Price and you he's still a good goalie mm-hmm. but he's uh he's maybe not getting the same 
right defensive help right i mean outside of, i mean if it wasn't for last year's season he was very dangerously coming close to being craig anderson in terms of his save percentage up and down roller coaster like so you you go back a few years 13 14 he's 902 year after that 923 then 908 918 so up and down which is for me is why he just didn't come in a little bit higher on this but one. justin this year he is a 944 through two one game <laughs> one game <laughs> so. yeah. Yes, he's played one game. One game and allowed two goals. Yeah. So, anyways, but how about, uh, let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's hear your number seven. Going to go, okay. Uh, Jonathan Quick. Okay, so Jonathan Quick comes in a little higher for you. What makes you put him ahead of these guys? Yeah, I um, watch, watching him in the playoffs, um, he's the type of guy who can steal a series very easily and has consistently done that. Um, now, granted, that was back in the day when he did have a very defensively good system in front of him and a lot of very good defensive defensemen. Uh, they weren't scoring a ton of goals, but yet they still managed to come out with wins because he was, you know, he and his defense in front of him were keeping these games, you know, two to one, yeah. three to one games. Yeah. And so, um, but he's still giving you great numbers regardless. I think, you know, last year proved again, when they opened it up a little bit and they started playing a little bit more offensively driven, he still managed to put up a nine twenty one save percentage. And, you know, I, if you go a little bit further into the playoffs, you look at all the numbers. He's, I mean, he had a nine forty six one one year when they won the cup. 9-11, and all these series. So he nine forty seven with a one five five goals against average, yeah, and he still and he lost. lost all four games. Right. So, I mean, you know, the guy can he comes to play, and he's gonna he's gonna definitely definitely battle for you, which is what I like. He's very athletic, and I I love watching his game. It's fun to watch. It's almost a little reminiscent yet, of Dominic Hasha. Mark Andre Fleury was wearing your. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury fell a little bit to number twelve. So he's at number twelve. Yes. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury was the one not letting any goals in in that series. Right. And Which, you're basing some of your ranking of Jonathan Quick around that series and him playing really well in that series, but yet Mark Andre Fleury plays even better and for four rounds. And yet he's your number twelve. Yeah. Sad. I last year Mark Andre Fleury, his playoff to me was a little bit of a uh I don't want to say one-off, but uh, that the guy has won three Stanley Cups. I, I don't hate on him for winning cups at all. I mean, three. He, I mean, technically, he was the starting goaltender for only one of them, but yeah, half, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Well, remember he started all the way until <laughs> oh, sure, till the until third round, Ottawa, right? Yeah. So yeah, one and a half, and and really they okay, they took the starting the starting away from him because. It was basically like, well, we can't just let Matt Murray rot here, and we know that we're going to lose him at the end of this year. So No, no, no. But anyways, uh, okay, my number seven is actually Carey Price. Ooh, okay. So Carey Price coming in at number seven. I mean, I, I yes, two of the last three years has been a struggle for him. Uh, I think that this year, hopefully, will I, I think that if he has another – bad year this year then he will he would fall out of my top 10 to me talent wise position positionally speaking Carey price still may be the best goaltender in the nhl i would agree with that phenomenal but when you're giving up opportunities like he's had against him and when you can't stay healthy and you said that you hadn't taken injuries into account but when you're paying a guy ten and a half million dollars injuries your ability to stay healthy has to come into a, it has to be a giant factor because you need to play 
at least 60 games a year to make it worth it. I mean, think about that. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, uh, Connor McDavid, John, John Tavares now, all these guys are guys making $10.5 or more. Yeah. They are going to play. The hope is that they play somewhere between 75 and 82 games, barring some like brutal injury. Uh, that's, gen- you know, sure. that's generally how many games you're expecting your superstars to play. Carey Price, you're expecting him to play 55 to 60 games probably sure. at this point in his, in his career. And well, that's a must. You're making him, he's paying, he's taking 10 and a half million of your salary cap. So, I mean, at, at this point, it doesn't, the cap number doesn't matter for Montreal because they're, they're at best a bubble playoff team. Maybe they can be like a New yeah. Jersey last year. They have gone full on speed and that's all they're doing. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, the Coke and Yummy looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think that similar to the Red Wings, where they're fun to watch, but ultimately, and maybe Carey Price is the difference, is that, oh. yes, they're fun to watch, but they have Carey Price, whereas the Red Wings have Jimmy Howard, and so the, that difference in talent makes up for maybe sure. pushing Montreal to where they at least are in the playoff conversation until the trade deadline. And then I they, think Montreal will be this year's Vancouver. This year's Vancouver. Oh, yeah. where they have a good start. And then right, they, and then they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who do you have now, number seven? Well, number seven, I already oh, gave it you to have? you. Uh, but number six, I have a guy you just ranted about, uh, Carey Price. Ranted. Ranted okay. about. I'm actually, I'm I'm surprised that you have him higher than me. Really? I don't, I don't know. I just, just feel like the Canadian you, know, you, thing, you, hate on, you hate on some goalies that I no, like. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, regardless, you can't deny the talent. And like you said, he is the best positional goaltender in hockey. There is no denying that. Um, but the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, you look at outside of last year when that whole entire team was just at the bottom of everything. But year before that, 923, 934, 933, 927, the guy comes to play. He battles for you. Um and you know what you're getting. You're going to get a world-class goaltender. And I think, you know, if he can compete the same way he did those years previous and then minus last year, you're going to get, you know, the Canadians are going to get their shot at trying to be a bubble team. So, yep. so far this season, two games played, and he's got a 917 save percentage. Yeah, I, I think a 925 is, is such a small save no, absolutely. <laughs> I think a 920, 925 save percentage from this year is and very realistic. Anything higher than the 915, I think, is acceptable for him this year. Oh, absolutely. Because of the team that's going to be in front of him. No, absolutely. Uh, my number six is Pekka Rene. So I have him a little bit higher. Okay. I, I mean, he was the best goalie on the best team in the regular season. Sure. Uh, yes, in the playoffs, uh, I think that may, maybe some some of his weaknesses were were exposed. Uh, he he does seem to be the goalie who hey through the year he's really he's he's a solid goalie, mm-hmm. and in the playoffs his tendencies are exposed greater than other goalies, and maybe that's just because he's been around for so long. Sure, you know what book is there on Connor Hellebuck? Right. I mean, it's it's a it's a short story a ch- yeah, compared exactly. <laughs> to the novel that we have on uh, Pecorino. So I, I I think that maybe plays a factor. He he has a lot of playoff appearances over the years. Oh yeah. And so I think that it's easy to to point the finger at him. Whereas I mean, hey, Winnipeg is just a damn good team. Yeah. And uh, they they lost to maybe the best team that didn't end up in the Stanley cup final last year. Mm-hmm. So, well, hey. um, 
who's your number five? Five. Uh, my number five is Mr. Braden Holpe from the Washington Capitals. Okay. All right. He yeah. he uh, was at everybody's top, and then he, he fell forever last season, yeah. and it was like all Carey Price and Braden Holpe both garbage now. <laughs> all of a sudden, garbage. Yeah, I I think you I'm know, pretty sure you on the Philip Grubauer starting goaltender camp. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I seriously think he will end up taking Barlamov's job in Colorado at some point <laughs> yeah, this season. Cuz they're going to let him go and he's going to go I honestly probably think back to the KHL cuz no one's going to give him 8 9 million bucks a year like what I think you probably will be ridiculously asking for. But I digress. Uh Braden Holpe to me um great goaltender. He's been a starter for, you know, 4 or 5 years now. Um he plays for just a fantastic team that scores goals in front of him. Scores lots of goals. Yeah, yeah. and even a couple years back, they still had some really good defensive defensemen back there. Um, you know, I think maybe now not so much, um, you know, outside of Carlson and, you know, Niskanen still serviceable. I think a lot of their defense is starting to tail off a little bit. Yeah, I um, mean, certainly he's the he is the reason they won the Cup. Last no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That was Grubauer yeah. comes in, struggles, and, and then they throw Braden Holby back in, and it was game over after that. No, I mean, absolutely. He, he, yeah, he saved that series against Pittsburgh for sure, shutting them out in the last two games to win it. Yep. Um, yep. No doubt about that, which is why he is still at number five for me. But last regular season was a bit of a disappointment. That's maybe why he fell down a couple spots to where I might have put him in last year. So Yeah, that's fair. And, and I, I do think, though, that that chunk of you know four months in the regular season mm-hmm. – if we were to remove that four months and look at the rest of the previous three years, yeah, he's he's in our top, he's in the top three. No, absolutely. If you remove yeah, for sure. so uh, he's he's my number four. Uh, I have at number five Connor Hellebuck. Okay, and here's the reason why I have and and, and at this point top five to me you're uh, take whoever you want. Right, and I, I kind of have a feeling I know why Connor Hellebuck's a little bit lower on your list, and you're probably going to say because the body of work it's. Yeah, only been one yeah, it's it's so. small. It is, sure. and it, it is small, uh, and he played for a really good team when he was officially the starter of the Jets. Sure. So yes, fantastic season. I'm confident that he'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little bit like Matt Murray in in some respects, where he came in, played for a fantastic team, and away you go. Now, I know Connor Hellebuck started a little later. He became starter later in his uh, later in his life than Matt Murray did as a what a twenty one year old. I think yeah. Matt Murray came in at and Hellebuck is what twenty five. Uh, he oh, might be it? younger than that. Connor Hellebuck's twenty four. Okay, yeah, twenty four. Yeah. So, uh, so a little bit. Yeah, I mean those those three years for a goaltender that like between twenty one and twenty four. Four twenty three. Those are big years because those are big development years. So uh, I understand Hellebuck has probably cut his teeth a little more uh, playing in the minors and having to play behind uh, Pavlich and and Michael <laughs> Hutchinson. Those are the two guys ahead of him yeah. at one point. And I remember you years ago. Yeah. When we you know we played on a hockey team together, and you were talking about Connor Hellebuck's going to be the next thing. I I think you might have in a league we were in a long time ago. I think you might have. <laughs> drafted him or yeah. picked him up hoping that he would become the starter you were just again a, a couple shot, years but he late. just didn't yeah. yeah yeah just wasn't right but and so that's that's where hellebuck probably stands a better chance of uh of holding his spot because he's been seasoned a little more sure uh, but as far as his body of work in the nhl as a starter 
I need to see more, whereas Braden Holtby to me. And when we're talking about who do I want in a game or in a series, when the game's on the line, Hellebuck hasn't really had to do much, whereas Braden Holtby's won the Stanley Cup for his team. Okay, that's fair. And uh, your number four. My number four is the guy you just talked about, Connor Hellebuck. Okay, so so we just have him flip-flop. So tell me why you have Hellebuck over Holtby. Uh, Just because where I... I like where he was at last year. I loved what I saw out of saw out of him. And I think to me, if we're going into this season and I want one guy to be my goalie this season, I would take Hollabuck just because I think again the upside's there a little bit so better. So you think for he, he's going to be even better this season than he was last? I don't know if he'll be better, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if he played just as good. So is is Holtby gonna play just as good? As he did last season? As he did... as Well, he'll play a little bit better than he did last season. I mean, there's no doubt about I mean, it. But. I mean, in terms of a playoff a playoff run, the way that he was playing in the playoffs, well, can, can you, you know, how do we parse that out through a whole regular season? Yeah, that's hard to tell because when you, when, when, when it's on the line like that and you're, you're thrust into action, you're like, you got to save us. You know, that kind of desperation, yeah. you know, breeds a different, you know, some goaltenders, you know, can latch onto that and they just start rolling like... You know, Mark Andre Fleury did last year. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of which, speaking of which, please he cracks tell me. my top three. Number trace. Number three. Wow. Okay. Putting Mark Andre Fleury and Mark Andre Fleury did not crack your top fifteen. No, he came. No, oh, he he's did. twelve. He's he twelve. He came in at twelve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Andre Fleury was phenomenal. Uh, he is the reason that Vegas made it to the Stanley Cup. No, final. he absolutely is. Last year, for yeah. sure, he was otherworldly. I mean, his. He, his, uh, what was it? His, um, what's the stat where it's like, here's what a normal goaltender would have done. Mm-hmm. And here's how many extra goals he actually saved. Right. And it was like over the first three rounds of the playoffs, it was something like 10 or 11 goals that he extra that he saved on top of what yeah, it was ridiculous the, the, you know, the normal goalie would have done, which is like an extra three wins. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this guy, or maybe even four, uh, this guy just, had his he, for all the crazy playoff runs he's had in his career mm-hmm. to beat those with a brand new team, yeah, you know, all, all that. I mean, we can go Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. Uh, he to me is he reignited his career, yeah. He I, reignited his career by those really nice playoff runs when he came no, in absolutely. for Murray, but I think that he just man, he just he just took that. No, he that took it to another level because a lot of people were saying when Pittsburgh gave him up, they pretty much wrote off his career, saying, "Oh, it's gonna it's gonna start going downhill." It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Here's his, the twilight, and exactly. sure, he'll be a nice goalie for them, and oh, you know, they'll they'll be one of the garbage teams in yep. the league, and he maybe will be the bright spot, and they could win a few extra right. He's games. He's the face that we're putting on the franchise. Basically, yeah. is all yeah. it was. And yeah, he turned. I mean, he he played phenomenal. I will give him that. He outside of the well. injury, if he hadn't been hurt all year, there's a chance Vegas. Finishes even higher in the standings. <laughs> like, yeah, think about that. No, I mean, think about the goalies that team had. And then we playing. talk about like when we when we mentioned you know Rene Halabak Vasilevsky for Vesna. Then you got to throw his name in the mix right. at that point right. because four know. four man race. Yeah, and speaking of Vasilevsky at number three, he is my goaltender. Okay, yes. you're number three. Uh, so you've got Holtby Halabak Vasilevsky. That is correct. Uh, I have. Flurry's my three. Vasilevsky's my two. Okay, I do have him ahead of Flurry, uh, which might surprise people because I've talked about body of work a lot, and Vasilevsky. Yeah, and you talk about less Vasilevsky's of a body of work, and, right? Uh, Vasilevsky's health to me wasn't so much health as it was holy crap. It's hard to play a lot of games in this league, and he's uh, he's a newbie, but 
Uh, I mean, I the way that he played and the way that that I mean, he he carried that Tampa team earlier early in the year. Yes, Tampa was scoring a ton of goals mm-hmm. early, but there was that there was a little stretch in there where they couldn't score. Like all of a sudden, it just dried up. Oh yeah, yep. And he was the main reason that they kept on trucking. Boston almost caught them in the standings. That's and true. well, he struggled kind of toward in that February time. He, I mean, he showed up in, in playoffs, and uh, you know, of course, yeah, he's you'd been, like he's to see them good. go further. But that was really his first playoff run as a starter, one around, and so yeah. I mean, last year, nine eighteen save percentage <laughs> in the playoffs through seventeen games, not bad. But I think you're you're kind of hoping for maybe a, a nine twenty or better. Um, if they want any chance at you know making it right. to the in Cup the playoffs, Finals this year, certainly. so um, yeah, good goaltender. I I don't think we could expect too much more out of this guy. He's he's very consistent since he's been the starter at Tampa. He's and been, he's the youngest goalie out of anyone to make this list, right? Is he? Is he? I mean, for me, Connor Hallibuck. He's twenty three years old. Yeah, he's yeah, younger he than Hallibuck. So yes, he is the youngest player on this list. That's true. Uh, the only other pl- Matt Murray is the same age as him. Okay, so. Wow. Well, um, number two for me, a guy who didn't even make your list, uh, John Gibson. John Gibson is your number two, right? Yes. I The number two goalie in the league, John Gibson. Yes. Never. I, I, uh, he's won one round, one round in the playoffs? Two? Two. He went to the no, conference no, no. finals. He, two and years, right? last, not last year, but uh, the, year the year before, before that, they won the 16 games. Yeah, and he gave him a nine eighteen. Oh, they didn't. Win, he didn't win sixteen games in the playoffs. He played sixteen. No, he played sixteen games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he won sixteen, they right. won the cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but a guy who, since he's been a starter, or since he's even played, four. I mean, since he came in the league, right at twenty one, nine fourteen save percentage. Then he plays forty games the next year, nine twenty more games. 52-924. Then he plays even more games, sixty games, and it goes up to nine twenty six. So. His as his workloads increase, so is the save percentage. And to me, that speaks a lot of volumes for a guy who I think, uh, you know, I think five years ago they were pegging him as like the next big carry price type goaltender. And while his health has been a little bit of an issue, um, three games in, he's got a nine fifty eight save percentage yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah, you know, he. I think I did have him somewhere in this like eight through eleven. I think he he would sure. have been my eleven. Uh, again, you know. It, Sure. Yeah, I, you can make an. I don't know about that high yet. Okay. I don't. I don't know that he's done enough. I mean, some playoff success would definitely yeah. legitify it for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting spot for him because, I mean, really the the way that he's played and the his statistics really do point to a goalie that maybe is in the top five. Uh, a little easier to ignore him because he hasn't he hasn't had that playoff run where it's all him kind of deal mm-hmm. and he also hasn't had the regular season success because he's been hurt and uh, has slowly kind of risen in his games played but uh all right yeah n- number two john gibson he i mean hey number number eight and save percentage last year at 926 i mean that's phenomenal 926 uh so our number one obviously the same guy yeah yep carter yeah. hutton Best save percentage in the NHL last uh, year. Only lost seven games. Yeah, out of thirty-two. Yeah, right. Okay, Sergey Bobrovsky. Sergey Bobrovsky. Let's uh, discuss the most athletic goaltender in the NHL. Yeah, I, I won't disagree with that at all. That's, I mean, crazy athletic, incredible position. Second best in positioning in the NHL, and that's that's really it. Is that 
his athleticism and his ability to be in the right place at the right time and his size just make him the perfect goaltender. Yeah, in this and era. He, he plays for a team that doesn't score a ton of goals and to me isn't that great defensively outside of their top pairing. No, with, without him, they are not a playoff team. No. Or a, barely a playoff right. team. Right. So... You know, if he gets a team that, you know, for instance, if he's put on a, a Nashville, for example, that has great defense in front of him and can score a few more goals, I think we're talking a guy who would win Vesna year in and year out yeah. without argument. Yeah, which he basically does. Yeah. Now it's just, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. last year he finished eighth. The year before that won it. And he's a two-time Vesna winner. So you can't, I mean, the guy's phenomenal. And so I, I honestly, and I'm a, I'm a believer too, I think he will be shipping out of Columbus this year at some point. We will see. You, so you think he's going to get traded? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, th- know. I think because I, he's going to not want to resign. That's and, that's an interesting because I don't know the last time that we've seen a starting goalie rental. Yeah, that's that's What's the last time that happened. Well, okay, so because I goalies mean, don't really switch teams the same way that forwards are Okay, so so here's here's an example for you, right? You got a team like maybe a New Jersey, for example, right? Corey Snyder, while he's very serviceable, he's a decent goaltender, hey. having trouble staying healthy, yeah. right? You're right on the bubble. Boy, would Bobrovsky look good in a Devils Dude. jersey. <laughs> wow. He would vault that team to playoff status for sure, I think. Yeah, so, yeah that's true. What um, about a Philadelphia? trying to get in. Yeah, a exactly. Philadelphia that's Maybe Carter Hart going? doesn't really, you know, you find his game. you just trade Carter or, Hart? Oh, stop it. For Bobrovsky. I, and, well, uh, would you do that, though? That's a very good question because you know you're getting you a proven entity. you think you could win the cup with the team that you have right now? Yeah, because, I mean, you got to think Voracek and, and Giroux, their window's getting smaller, uh, even though they do have a lot of good young pieces. You know what still uh, blows my mind is that Giroux was the second highest scorer in the NHL last year. Yeah, that is crazy. Still, still crazy, but yeah. If it weren't for Connor McDavid, Claude Giroux would have won the Art Ross Trophy That last is year. crazy. That is crazy. And he wasn't even a heart ballot. Crazy. Yep. Well, there's our uh, our top 10 goalies. Let us know what you think. You know, and uh, just hit us up on Twitter, at OT Hockey Talk. We, uh, we will be having some little bit interesting over the next uh, week and a half here. I'm yeah. going to Iceland. Oh, wow. So, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> like you didn't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Iceland. So, you know, I'll kind of be off the grid a little bit, but we're going to have shows no- nonetheless. Uh, Justin's going to do some shows and uh, and we'll have some pre-recorded for you. So we'll make sure that you have lots of content to consume while we're while I'm gone. Yes. I actually, I mean, hopefully I'll have Wi-Fi and I can see what's going on. But games are going to yeah. be on it, like because it's five hours uh, ahead. Yep. So game, I mean, a seven o'clock game. It's midnight there. Yeah. I'm gonna be asleep. Oh, there you go. So, all right. Well, we will talk to you guys very soon and uh don't forget share the show with another hockey friend it's a good plan you should probably do that yeah you should yeah do you do you have hockey friends you're my only friend that's true all right bye